podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. It's the moment of the evening every K-State fan enjoys. Settle down and pour a whiskey, crack open a LaCroix. Please put your hands together and make a little noise for your favorite wildcatters, the handsome Bosco boys. And the boys are back, and it is a very special uh, episode. I believe this is the fourth episode where it is Mom Pod. Um, actually, recording this in April because you know back end of April is going to be busy, and I'm going to be driving around a little bit the weekend of Mother's Day. I will make it back to Topeka to see my beautiful, wonderful mother on Mother's Day. So all of you out there, don't worry about that. I will get to spend Mother's Day with her. But I wanted to make sure this was recorded. I did not want to miss this. It has become one of my favorite episodes that we do. Before you get to hear from my beautiful, wonderful mother, (laughs) remember, we are sponsored by Manhattan Brewing Company. If you're listening to this on release day, it's the, you know, the Monday after Mother's Day, but it's never too late to get your mom a four-pack from Manhattan Brewing Company. She may roll her eyes and say, I don't know if I like that. I guarantee there is a beer at Manhattan Brewing Company that your mom, you, your dad, anyone who is over the age of 21 would like. It is the best craft brewery in the state of Kansas. They have an awesome space. Something is always going on there. And look, folks. Not only can you get their beer at the brewery, but nicely, politely, but sternly tell your local liquor store if they don't have it, they should. Manhattan Brewing Company, they're effing awesome. My line, not theirs. I don't know if they approve me saying that. They should. I don't think they care. But like I said, this is the Mom Pod episode. We are going to say hello to my wonderful, beautiful mother, Cynthia. Mom, this is your fourth episode. Welcome back to the show. Again, we're recording this on April 16th, so it's not quite Mother's Day. You know, we we got a a little bit less than a month away, but how are you doing? Uh, You know, how's this year been since you last talked to the Boneheads? It's been a wonderful year since I've last talked to the Boneheads. We've had lots of success for all of our teams, uh, which we'll have to revel in since our summer teams are not doing so well. Yes, hopefully a month from now, Sporting KC and the Royals are doing better, but I don't think so. I think they both suck. Quite frankly, they just suck. Dad and I are still watching reruns of the playoff games and the Super Bowl. Yes, that is the fun part about the Chiefs being as good as they are. Um, before we talk about uh, you know the, the uh, past year of sports for our teams... I'd like to, we were kind of talking about a few things uh, before we hit record on this, and I have all these great memories of you and dad taking me to sporting events, and you, of course, as well, but you did mention that, you know, you came from it. Your mom went to all sorts of KU games as well growing up. Again, uh, you know, not everyone is blessed to come from families that had, you know, mothers who were all about sports. Again, we never had to worry about what to watch on Monday nights, you know, in our house. You know, Sundays, it's all football, college football Saturdays, all sorts of college basketball, all this type of stuff. 
you talked about it, and, and I, I, you know, I think we've actually talked about your dad and you know his love of K, KU athletics, and I think they went to the first Super Bowl as well. But you, you kind of mentioned your mom. I'd like you to tell the story about you know back in you know the sixties, fifties, and sixties. They had courtside seats in Allen Fieldhouse, but uh, your mom she did not want that, and that kind of led to uh, you know your you know the family season tickets in Allen Fieldhouse moving up into uh, the chairbacks. You know why is it? Why is it that Baba? Decided Decided no more courtside seats for her. Baba uh, and Pa had tickets with the Clelands, and John Cleland actually played basketball for KU at one point. And they were on the court, um, probably about four rows up. But the players, you know, when they were running around, and so, sometimes they would happen to fly over towards the bleachers. And mom didn't particularly care to have some six foot five real sweaty dude landing in her lap because she always dressed real nice and she didn't want to have them. So uh, it was getting to be where the Clelands had kids and mom and dad had kids. So dad took that opportunity to move up to the chair backs and he bought four tickets because before they only had two. And Mr. Cleland kept all the tickets on the floor, and so his kids got to go as well. But we went up to the seat backs, and Mom was happy, and we were all happy. It was They were good seats. Yeah, I think back to, you know, the family, all, all the cousins and your sisters— Almost everyone was sports fans, you know, even, you know, maybe if, if you wanted to, you know, throw a little shade at Allison, she maybe wasn't, you know, a big fan of the teams, but she was a fan of the players. And, and it seemed like, you know, just about all of us always enjoyed going to games. Your sisters enjoyed going to games. How, how fun was that for you growing up, getting to experience all these different games, you know, with your parents, with your sisters, and then later on nieces, nephews, and then your own sons? It's been great. I can't imagine my life without sports. Um, I, it, like you said, we've had it from you know growing up. I've always, I've always gone, and it's been great. It's uh, been a lot of fun, reminiscent, thinking about a lot, lot of fun times at a lot of different sporting events. A lot of heartbreaks too at some of the sporting events because you got. You know, I was always real involved. So there was some heartache that went along with all the all the fun, fun times. Yes, and we'll, we'll get into some of the fun times now because uh, you and I, we always like to kind of recount the year that was in sports. Uh, and, and it's not limited to uh, just K-State because, again, you know, you, you cheer them on, but you're a Jayhawk. But I want to start with the ultimate uh, prize for, uh, you, you know, the sports season since we last talked. And that was the Kansas City Chiefs winning the Super Bowl. So, uh, you know, ever since this podcast started, ever since, uh, you know, it started, you know, Grant and I started this, you know, the Chiefs have been pretty good. I actually recall one of the very early episodes, maybe one of the first 10 episodes Grant and I were talking, uh, you know, at the house he was renting down near the plaza. He was recounting seeing uh, Patrick Mahomes at Chipotle before Patrick Mahomes turned into the superstar he was. It was the year he was just kind of waiting for, you know, in the wings with Alex Smith. And then sure enough, you know, since he became the guy, it's AFC Championship game at home, uh, you know, and we, we made it back to the Super Bowl and we got this win. 
Um, how do you kind of balance, you know, how, you know, the emotions and the fun from this past Super Bowl with the last one the Chiefs won? Well, the, the last one they won was a long time in coming. And um, Dad and I sat through some pretty sad and sorrowful times at Arrowhead. So to get that first one after so many years, it was, it was just wonderful. And to share it with, with you, you were here with us, that was wonderful. Um, the second one, it was kind of nail-breaking because, you, you know, we just barely lost, you know, to Tampa Bay and we're back again and, oh, can we do it again? But I knew that as soon as you and Dad did patterns in the backyard, that victory was ours once again. Well, actually, we did that before the Buccaneers Super Bowl and we lost that one. I know. I think you took a fall, though. <laughs> well, no, I, and yeah, I, I, I think I, I think I fell this year too. No, I don't think you did. Okay, I, I think you hiked it over Dad's head, though. Yes, and I think he hurt himself punting the ball. Yeah, I believe we had some injuries, but uh, and, we made it through. And Chauncey was cheering us on. That was Chauncey's first Super Bowl win because he he that was his first Super Bowl. He he did not experience a Super Bowl, so I'm glad he was able to do it. Um, so. How weird is it that, again, you talked about it. You, you and Dad were season ticket holders for the longest time. You guys met at a Chiefs game. I think we've told those stories before. Uh, but, you know, you guys experience a lot of bad, uh, you know, Chiefs football. You experience the Marty years, which, hey, you win the division quite a bit, but never could really do anything in the playoffs. How weird is it to almost see – that the Chiefs have become the team in the NFL. And I think, so I, I think this past Super Bowl, there was a lot of fun. You know, everyone's like, oh yeah, good for the Chiefs. You know, I think most folks wanted the Eagles, but I think like, yeah, good for the Chiefs. I think if, if we're in an AFC Championship game again, I think if we're in a Super Bowl again, the Chiefs are going to quickly become the villains of the NFL because of how successful they are. How weird is that to see? Yeah, that is weird to Maybe see. Maybe not but villains because everyone likes Andy yeah, Reid. Well, and everybody likes Patrick Mahomes. Not everyone. He, there's no, a, there's, he's a good guy. I'm not saying he's not a good guy. I'm saying that, you know, again, I, I'm on the internet way more than you, which is a good thing. Yeah. Um, the internet's a bad place. I know. Get whenever, off the whenever, internet. Whenever this podcast ends. And it's Get not, off TikTok. I, I'm not on TikTok. <laughs> okay. I'm not on TikTok. <laughs> Um, whenever the show ends, I'm, I'm getting off Twitter. It's, it's gross. Uh, the internet is a bad place. Are but you going to pay for your little blue bird? I've never had a, you mean a blue check? <laughs> oh, I don't know I've what it's called. I've never had a blue check, so oh, I'm not okay. going to pay for Twitter blue. Oh, okay. I um, didn't know what it was. I don't tweet. You're on there, though. But I don't tweet. That's probably you, good. You would never find anything from me on there. That's probably good. Um, but th there are some folks that don't like Patrick Mahomes. They don't like him winning. They don't like his wife. Uh, you know. And what's wrong with her? She, they've, been, they've been together since high school. She was a pro athlete in her own right. Get, there's, yeah. There's just a lot leave of haters out there. Well, they need to leave them alone. You I know? agree. I agree. They but, do a lot of good things for the community and a lot of good things in the name of the Chiefs. They just need to, you know, there's other people you can hang on, but don't do it on the Mahomes. Hey, I, I agree. I agree. But, but you know, they are kind of turning into a little, a little bit of a villain. Maybe maybe not like, you know, Bill Belichick. Everyone hated him. Everyone still likes Andy Reid, but people are tired of seeing the Chiefs win. So how... Weird is that for you to kind of be like, okay, wow, like I, I've lived long enough to see them be one of the worst teams in the NFL. Uh, 
being capable of winning a playoff game, now winning so much that people are tired of it. How weird is that? That is weird, and I'm and um, I will never get tired of it. Um, and thankfully, I've been a Jayhawk fan, so I can feel the same with my basketball Jayhawks. You know, everybody always thinks they're the big villain, but no, well, you guys we are. no, no, we love Bill no, sucks. no, he's wonderful. He should be in jail. Oh, stop! I'm well, glad that he's you know. You know, I'm glad his heart's fine, but he should be in jail. Well, let's not line up all the people we think should be in jail, or your podcast wouldn't probably be on the air. But are you saying people think I should be in jail? No, 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 not not you. There, some some actually, that I would spot out, you would probably get in a little trouble. Well, for. I think there actually might be some people who want to throw me in jail. Well, There's what have you done? Oh, I'm just you know, I'm just me. Oh, okay. Well, I love you. I don't want to throw you in jail. I'm glad you don't want me to go to jail. (laughs) Um, When you think about the Chiefs, everyone knows how great Patrick Mahomes is. But uh, with Travis Kelsey, I I think now he is being widely praised as, at least on the Mount Rushmore of tight ends, Shannon Sharp, who I know you don't like. uh, But he said that Travis Kelsey is the greatest tight end to ever play the game. How, how crazy is it? Again, you know, it wasn't instant. It wasn't straight from Tony Gonzalez right to Travis Kelsey. But, you know, Chiefs fans have been just spoiled uh, at, at the position of tight end. And, you know, there are a handful of good ones even before Tony Gonzalez. But having two of the probably four best tight ends ever to play the game for your professional team, how much fun has it been seeing Travis Kelsey's career? And honestly, his career arc, you know, he kind of used to be a little bit of a hothead. And now he's really matured into uh, a great steward of the uh, region and the chiefs yeah that that yeah i i love travis kelsey um i love tony gonzalez i was sad when he left but that opened the door and travis kelsey is fun i loved the super bowl with him and his brother i loved the super bowl with the mom with you know half of the you know her shirt for the eagles and the other half for the Chiefs. Um, I love that. And yeah, um, Travis Kelsey, he's fun. He puts fun back in the game. You know, it is a game. They get paid to do it lots and lots of money, but it's a game. They're entertaining people. And, and I love the way he entertains people. I love the way the Chiefs entertain people. Who would ever think that they get down on the goal line and they all do a dipsy do, you know, to kind of make the other the defense go, what are they doing? It didn't work in the Super Bowl. No, it didn't work in the Super Bowl, but they've had some plays like that that have been a lot of fun that, that, um, that people look and laugh and say they're having a good time. If I were to throw away my super, super secret day job and decide to become a high school soccer coach and go head to head with Alan, who's made appearances on the show. It's been a while. I need to get Alan back on the show. I'll come up with some reason. Although he doesn't want to do the dream uh, football road trip show with me. Anymore. Alan, um, how would you watch that game? I would watch one half on one side with one shirt on, but the hat of the opposing team. And then at halftime, I would switch shirts, switch hats, and switch sidelines. What would you do if then Alan and I started yelling in each other's face during the game? I would say, boys, quit acting like you did when you were growing up. (laughs) Well, luckily, I don't don't think I could... uh... 
become a soccer coach, and if I did, I think Alan's team would kick my team's ass because he's a very good coach and he, he, he knows the game. Um, let's get into uh, another ass kicking. K State kicks KU's ass in uh, football this year again. Uh, I believe it was the 14th straight year. We don't need to talk about that game specifically, but again, it has been well documented on this podcast that both uh, Alan and you are diehard KU football fans. You know, I think there's a lot of them out there who only turn on uh, during basketball season. And they you, shouldn't be able to be called fans then. Well, you know what? You said it, not me. Um, and I feel the same way about the before um, Tang came. Well, Bruce Weber Weber won two Big 12 championships and took K-State to the Elite Eight, so I don't think it's anywhere close. Um, But that's fine. That's fine. I want to talk about Lance Leipold and the season KU had. Uh, Because, again, I I think I even said it on the show a few times. I picked KU to win, um, you know, quite a few games this year. Um, I was happy for you and for Allen, and there's like maybe one or two other KU fans I, I genuinely felt happy for. Not many. I mean, the list is very short. Um, I know. Because, again, like even when we want to talk about, you know, the, the family, you know, the KU side of the family, I don't think a lot of them are truly diehard KU football fans. I think they were happy, but I, I mean, I was happy for you and Allen. That's really about it. But let, let's talk about the season because it uh, started off. Just incredibly hot. Yeah. 5-0 season, um, hosting college game day. Um, did you ever think, you know, in the post-Mangino era, so once things really started to spiral, did you ever think KU was going to get back to a position where they were ranked for a few weeks? 5-0, uh, everyone talking about Heismans and all sorts of stuff. Did you ever think that KU would reach uh, that level at any point again? Uh, no, I didn't. I, I was always hopeful. You know, you're always hopeful with each new head coach that they hired, you know, for various reasons. But I like, like Lance Leipold. I think he's a good fit for KU. Um, I think hopefully he'll be around for a while. I think he's got the base energized again. He's got some good, good kids. And uh, I'm hopeful. We might, we might take you this year. Stop. I think it's in Lawrence. Okay, Alan. I mean, jeez. <laughs> I think it's in it's, Lawrence this year. Yeah, it is. And, you know, I, K-State still, I think, I think just this past year, I think just this past year, KU maybe equaled the same amount of Big 12 wins in Memorial Stadium that K-State has had since the post-Mangino era. Oh, I'm sure. I know. They don't... Or in the post-Ron Prince era, because Mangino was still there when Bill came back. Yeah, well, we're, we're, it's, it's fun. It's watch, like Dad's always said, it's always best to watch the, the rise. You know, you get excited, you have lots of fun things, your expectations aren't through the roof. So you're really excited when something good happens. Um, so I'm going to enjoy the ride. I'm going to enjoy the ride up. So we won't talk about, you know, the five of six losses at the end of the season for KU, the Big 12 season. But we will talk about the game that you guys got versus Oklahoma State that then got KU bowl, bowl eligible. eligible. Um, so I think that probably I'm not a KU fan. I would I would imagine that is the highlight of the season. Lots of field rushing for KU, um, but that one the the goalpost went to Potter's Lake. 
Uh, I, I assume that that was probably the highlight of the season when that one finally ended, and it wasn't really close. I think I think Oklahoma State. I think you guys kind of kicked them pretty good while they were down. Yeah, um, they were down. How 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 much fun was it for that moment? The the clock hit zero, and then you know all the talk. Ku is going back to a bowl game for the first time. Uh, what since? 08 or 09, yeah. something like that. Um, since the huh. 08 season, I believe. H- how much fun was that moment for you as a KU fan? That was so much fun, seeing those kids and and the, those uh, goalposts marching down the way to Potter's Lake. I just, uh, it was fun. It was great. And then uh, we won't talk about the, the end to the KU bowl game, but again, it, it, it sucked. You guys were getting your asses kicked. Uh, most of the game, but that comeback, and, and again, you know, overtime was ex- it was one of the most exciting games of bowl season. That comeback really kind of uh, showed a lot. I imagine that get, sets you up for a lot of confidence for this upcoming season with KU football. Yes, it does. Never die. Keep playing. Keep going. You never know what's going to happen. And you know, if you were just a fan of football in general, that was a great game. That was a great game to watch. Um, that was. I, I have high hopes. It'll be fun, another fun year in Memorial Stadium. Yes. Uh, let's talk about the first Big 12 championship in the state between the two big sports, and that's K-State season. Again, you watch uh, the K-State oh, yeah. games. Uh, Dad and I, we'll, we'll be inside Bill Snyder Family Stadium, and we'll get a text from you just trying to figure out, okay, hey, uh, something's wrong with ESPN Plus or something like that. So we know you're trying to watch the games. Uh, how fun was it to see the season K-State went on and kind of the ups and downs, you know, the loss to Tulane to then beating uh, TCU, who was, I believe, number two or three at the time in Arlington. Um, how much fun was it seeing the quality of ball club that Chris Kleiman was putting out on the field? Oh, that was, that was a lot of fun. Um, I was so happy for Will Howard. He's, he's the kind of player that every team should have. You know, he he sat through some adversity and people were being mean to him. And I was mean to him. I know, shame on you. But look what he's done. I mean, he, he hung in there. He kept working, kept his head up. I mean, he's a good example, not just for sports, but for life. Things that aren't always going to go your way. But if you pout and lower your head, things aren't going to get any better. So I was extremely happy for him i was extremely happy for another deuce vaughn oh he's too little to play he can't do this he can't do that well you know what yeah he can he went out and he did it and he proved the haters wrong you know those are the kids you love to see succeed and and you want to see them succeed at the next level and then people like you know colin klein who could have gone marching off to the money but decides to stay you know it it, it just speaks volumes to uh the program k-state's built over the years yeah and, and you're a lifelong kansan um k-state does it again with a lot of kids from the state of kansas there's a handful who made big time plays and big time moments from right here in topeka kansas how fun is it to kind of see, oh, man, you know, Cooper Beebe, All-American. He's from, you know, Kansas City, Kansas. Ty Zentner kicking the game-winning field goal from right here in Topeka. Desmond Purnell, starting linebacker from Topeka, Hayden. All these kids up and down the roster from the state of Kansas where, uh, you know, again, I, I think the state of Kansas when it comes to athletic prowess has always been overlooked. Uh, as a lifelong Kansan, how, how 
cool is it to see Kansans winning on the biggest stage? Oh, I think it's great. You know, Julie used to swim with Ty Zetner's mom. They used to swim on the Topeka Swim Club team together. Well, there you go. So Julie knows his mom and and actually sees her at work. She works, you know. Well, you we don't need to say where anyone works. No, yeah. Um, but Julie gets to see her and how fun it is, you know, to watch your friend's kids, you know, succeed at the highest level. You I'm know? sorry my friends weren't very uh, good. I know, but I still love you, Matt, <laughs> Alex, Chris, I, Casey. You're all my buddies. I don't care that you didn't win the state championship. Still behind you every step of the way. Yes. Uh, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll go into basketball now. We'll start with your Hawks, uh, another Big 12 championship. Uh, Jalen Wilson, uh, All-American, Big 12 Player of the Year. How would you rate Jalen Wilson against some of the greats in the Bill Self era? Because... Uh, again, as much as I hate to say it, uh, because I, I don't have the warm feelings when it comes to KU basketball. Uh, I'm not happy for anyone when uh, KU basketball <laughs> is doing it. Maybe you sometimes, uh, but you know, you've seen enough winning, like whatever. Um, but, but again, when you look at all the players, you know, in the Bill Self era, um, you think to yourself, man, is Jalen Wilson even in the top 15? But Consensus All-American, Big 12 Player of the Year. I mean, he's probably going to go up in the rafters in Allen Fieldhouse with those accolades. So how do you rate him against some of the Bill Self era best? I, I like Jalen. And here's another example. He, he messed up, and he lost his starting spot. Uh, did he pout? For one game. Well, let's, no, let's... no, 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 no. He didn't start for a long time because somebody who I can't remember, this was a couple years ago. Oh, I thought we were talking about his issues no. this past off season. No, 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 Don't no. Don't drink and drive. Yeah, no. Even though Jalen Wilson did and still became an All-American. Um, yeah, but but again, he persevered. He didn't lower oh. his head. <laughs> I he thought got... you were talking about his like one half suspension at the beginning of the year. No, <laughs> if you remember, I don't. I, I I'll be I'll be truthful. I, I know he was a role player on the national championship team. I don't know what he did as a freshman. Well, no, he got in trouble with the DUI when he was still a role player. That wasn't this year. It was oh, the I, year before. Didn't he get another one? Wasn't there another player no. who got another DUI this offseason? Well, maybe, but it wasn't him. Okay, and don't drink and drive, folks. Yeah, don't drink and drive. But, but I'm not going to. There's Uber. I'm, I'm not going to give him points for, you know, committing a felony and then, oh, I didn't pout. Well, you know. Well, what he did was he lost his position on the team. He had to work his way back up. That, that's fine. If he I, wanted I, to I, sit I, there and pout and say, but I was American, All-American, all, all well, McDonald's All-American, that's not going to get you back on the court. You know, I don't care what he was. He worked hard and he got himself back there. And I, I think he did himself a wonderful thing by coming back. Um this past year, I think some people should have probably followed his suit, um, but they didn't, but whatever, because um, it does make a difference. Um, Bill Self is a great coach, and, you know, to get some maturity and, and under your belt before you move on to the next level and hopefully a lottery pick, you know, there you have it. There you have it. Um, a weird end to KU season because Bill mm-hmm. Self not on the floor – um, Arkansas played really well, and I, I don't think anyone was beating UConn in this tournament. So I, I don't. I think maybe an extra weekend, um, but it probably would have ended in that next round. Uh, Bill Self coming back 
Um, you know, that there were some rumors. Would he retire? Would he not retire? He is coming back. It's weird to think that, you know, if you look at, you know, how long Roy coached, Coach K, Coach Behan, we could still be looking at another 15 years of Bill Self. Uh, you as a KU fan, do you put him above all other coaches who have coached for KU? I, I'd imagine at this point oh, with absolutely. two national titles, yeah. no one's even close. No, no, no one's even close. No one's even close. He's at the top. Do you have, if he were to have retired, do, is there a name that you would have liked to see be the next head coach? I don't even like to think about stuff like that because hopefully it won't happen for a while. Well, I was hoping that, you know, you guys were going to try to hire Eric Musselman and there was going to be a revolt because he was the Arkansas coach who celebrated without his shirt on. Oh, no, we wouldn't have anybody that classless at KU. I'm sorry. <laughs> we keep our shirts on, you know. We wait to take them off when we get in the locker room if we want to jump around and throw water at people. Good gravy, what an embarrassment for Arkansas. <laughs> yeah, you think it's funny. I thought it was ridiculous. You know, he looked like a fool. No, this is funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I'm, I'm kind of laughing at our back and forth. Oh. Uh, some of the Arkansas basketball coaches were actually wearing Liberty Bowl polos uh, in the pregame uh, matchup. And after the game, he said, uh, one of the assistant coaches said, "Hey, can you call us if you want uh, any? If you want to send any other teams' seasons." Uh, but KU got the final laugh because they beat Arkansas on the WNIT and they went on to win the WNIT. Go uh, ladies. Do you have any words for the athletic department of Arkansas? Find some class. There you go. There you there go. There you go. And kiss your sisters, Arkansas. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Find some class. We'll, we'll move on to Jerome Tang uh, because what a season for K State basketball. And again, you you watch you know all sorts of K State basketball. Uh, you had the game on when I would come through Topeka. You'd you'd babysit Chauncey and Dad, and I would go watch uh, Tang yeah. in the Octagon of Doom. Um, it was a quick turnaround. Again, uh, you know I'm not going to have you comparing you know the Bruce Weber era to KU football because again that is two time Big Twelve champion Bruce Weber and Elite Eight. Uh, Bruce Weber. Yes, Bruce Weber had success, but he never filled. He never filled the octagon of doom. Oh, they, man, he like, didn't early, have the fan support that he should have received. That, that's fine. Early on, his first season, every single game was sold out. But uh-huh. it, it doesn't. It did get back, and and this is this is what I'll say. I love Jerome Tang, and I I think the the way he was able to by conference play, get K-State fans so bought in, so excited. I think that says something to his charisma and uh, their ability on the floor this past year. And I, and I just think that is great. And, and I, I love Jerome Tang. I, I hope it's wild. I think he's around the same age as, you know, Bill Self. So he, he hopefully has, you know, 10 to 15 years at K-State. But uh, what, what was it like you seeing that kind of turnaround and just, uh, you know, one season going from, again, the the worst I love Bill or Bruce Weber, uh, but the worst three year stretch in modern college basketball history for K State, even worse than the drone or uh, the Jim Wooldridge era, even worse than yes, even worse than the Tom Asbury era. Those three years were really really bad. Yeah. To go from that to being third place in the best conference in college basketball, going to the Elite Eight, how fun was it as just a college basketball fan? to see what Jerome Tang was able to do in just one year. It was totally amazing. But, you know, I, I like the guy. I, I, charisma, I agree. Man of faith. Yeah. And, you know, do it the right way. He, didn't, he had two players. He had two players. 
And, you know, everybody left. And what did he do? And I couldn't be happier, you know, for the two guys that stayed around. I, Noel and Masood. I, I'm sorry Masood is leaving, but I... I, I think he wants to... I, I, I think that... And Drum Tank said as much. I think Ish wants to be a 30-minute uh, a guy uh, player. I, I, I think Drum Tang was honest with him said, hey, I don't see it happening at K-State. So I, I, I th- I'm glad he was able to experience it. But I hope he goes off and, you know, he's somewhere in the Northeast, gets to play 30 minutes a game and scores 15 points a game. Oh, I, it wasn't yeah, going to happen at K-State. I do, too. And, and, but just saying that there were only two players. Yeah, only two. And what he did was, you know, remarkable. There's no other words. He, and he did it right. And he got the kids into it. I mean, I've seen pictures of him sitting on a bench on campus. Yeah, his and, purple couch. Yeah, right? his purple couch and kids coming up. And I'm like... That's what you want. You want somebody approachable. You want a father figure. Um, apparently, he actually um, helped uh, Marquise Noel in his faith journey, yep. which uh, he didn't have and and has helped him, you know, and will continue to help him for the rest of his life. And that's what you want with a coach. You don't want him to just coach the basketball team, the X's and O's. You want to teach them, you know, life. You want to teach them how to be a good man. You want to teach them how to be a respectful human being to everybody around. And I think that uh, K-State really scored a good one with him. And and he waited. He waited for his time. He waited for what was um, going to be a good fit for him. And I think they, his, him and his family have embraced Manhattan, and you sure know that Manhattan has sure embraced him and his family. 100%. So uh, we'll, we'll kind of end the sports talk to this as we're, we're wrapping it up. Again, uh, you know, the I think the football side of the rivalry has been revitalized because, again, you know, it, it isn't an automatic win for anyone versus KU anymore, except for K-State. It's still no, automatic. No, uh, we'll, see you at, uh, we'll see you in Memorial and, Stadium. And then, and then uh, while even, you know, during the bad years for Bruce, you know, it, they were tight games in Bramlage Coliseum. Um, but but I do think that, you know, the, the rivalry in both the gridiron and hardwood is taking another step up. Um how exciting is that, or is it exciting for you? Because again, uh, you, you and Dad, the the perfect example of a house divided. You have your two sons, Alan, recently got his master's from KU. So hey, there's a K, another KU, uh, you know, diploma in the uh, you know extended family. I, I think that then equals uh, the K State diplomas. I think it's two to two with the grandchildren now. Uh, yeah, two to two. Two to no, three to two. Because Alan has... Oh, yeah. Three to two. It's three to two. It's three to two, but it's closer. So there's yeah. another one uh, since Alan is uh, one of both. Uh, so it, it truly is a, a family divided with, with those rivalries. So are you happy that, hey, you know, it's going to probably become a more heated, spicy rivalry with a little bit more life-injected uh, on both sides? Or are you going to, uh, you know enjoy it now that it's going to become even spicier oh i think we'll enjoy it we'll watch and you know dad gets the big tv downstairs and i take the tv in the in the family room and 
And that's fine, you know. I can still hear Dad complaining about calls that weren't bad. Oh, and, time uh, out. <laughs> I, I, you know, Dad Pod will come, but I've watched enough games around you to know that, you know, you, you like to bag on referees uh, just as much as the next one. Well, person. if they call the right pot or of course, call, you yeah. know, whatever. No, it's fun. It's always, it, it's, it's a lot of fun for me to see you and Dad so happy. Um, it's a lot of fun for Alan and I to be so happy. So I, I see it as a win-win. I, I see it as a win-win. Well, there you go. We'll, we'll end it with that. Um, to all the boneheads and bonehead moms listening, I, we hope you had a great Mother's Day. Um, hopefully you guys all remembered to get your mom a nice card. Send your mom a card uh, for Mother's Day. Granted, you guys are listening to the day after Mother's Day, so I mean... Hopefully you guys already did that. And uh, if you didn't, call your mother. Oh, yeah. Text your mother. Yeah, give her a call. Give her a text. It's always fun. Uh, something my, mom and I like to, like we like to do, send each other funny Instagram posts back and forth. That's a, that's a fun little thing to do back and forth. So that's all we have. Uh, you know, there's a chance this might be the last mom pod. Oh. I, don't, I don't know. I, I only committed to another year. Um, we'll see what happens in the future for the podcast. It is a lot of work, but what would you like to tell the boneheads uh, at least, maybe forever, but at least at a minimum for another year? Well, it's always nice to hear the boneheads' opinions on things. Um, and, uh, I, you know, a lot of people that I know are boneheads. So a shout out to my bonehead vet, Alice in Texas. Hopefully, this. Won't be the last one, because I know you like listening and aggravating Doris with that. So it's been a good ride. Uh, Scott and Grant started something really great. Scott's carried the banner with uh, his uh, dog, Chauncey, since Grant has become a family man, and his time is a little bit more limited these days. But they've done a great job. I know that a lot of people out there listen and enjoy it, and it makes me happy. Well, there we go. That is the fourth ever mom pod. Uh, again, uh, we recorded this on April 16th. If anything too crazy in the world of sports happened that we didn't touch on, if Bill Self did decide to uh, retire or go to jail, this episode will be very funny to listen to. Honey, I love he you. He could go to jail. He's not going to the jail. The FBI. I love the you. The FBI wants to throw him in jail. I, I the su- FBI I wants support, to throw a lot of people I, in jail. I support law enforcement. It sounds like you don't because you, <laughs> you're, you're saying that Bill Self shouldn't go in jail. That's that's sure a take no. to end on. No, he should not be in jail. Okay, you, you guys heard it here first. I love Does you, honey. Does not support the uh, law enforcement. I love you too, Mom. <laughs> I had a lot of fun with this episode. Boneheads, I hope you enjoyed this episode. We'll be back next Monday with another episode because as long as this show's going, we'll kind of have a show on Monday. Hail to the purple. Hail to the white. Wildcat in spirit. Wildcat in fight. Hail alma mater from sea to sea. Onward forever. Hail victory. Butum, 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 but fight. UK State Wildcats form. Alma mater fight.
Glory in the combat for the purple and the white. Faithful to our colors, we will ever be a fighting, ever fighting for a wildcat victory. Fight, 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 fight. We face tape wildcats for alma mater. Fight, 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 fight. Glory in the combat for the Podcast Network.